guys are exaggerating or you know you're you're getting like those christian people like oh the church changed you like no 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 the church didn't change me when you walk with god you you get you change welcome to the straight up intentional podcast this is your host diane and on this podcast we're going to talk everything faith fitness and mindset and how to live an intentional life Hello, hello, hello. Okay, Teresa, I wanted to start off straight away. Remember when you had a podcast and I was on your podcast? Yes. <laughs> it's called like um, building businesses and babies or something like that. Yes. And that was like when we were both um, starting to get into the online space, like for real, for real. Yeah. And I remember I was like, oh my gosh, podcast, like it sounds so cool, but it sounds so hard. <laughs> and here <Yeah>. we are. <laughs> now you're on my podcast and I'm going to pick your brain on everything. So, I know, I feel like the podcast we did, it, it's, it has to be somewhere, like it's floating around, you know? Yeah, I could probably find it. And this is so funny because I sent it to a couple people. I remember people being like, you should start a podcast. And I was like, nah, that sounds like too much work. Yeah. And here you are. Here I am doing the work. All right. So this girl here is Teresa. As you can already figure out that she is definitely um, a powerhouse. She definitely has all of the business and like the mindset going on for her and I'll tell a fun fact at the end if we have time about how she also was a big part of me um going into my faith journey but overall everything she's a wife she's a mom of two and she's a stay-at-home mom but she's still slaying at home um she does online business stuff which she's going to tell us way more about so tell us Teresa a little bit about you Yes. Okay. So first off, I guess my name's Teresa Roscoe. And like you said, I'm a wife, I'm a mom to two boys. And um, yeah, I have an online digital um, and affiliate marketing business. So that's, that's pretty much what I do. I mean, I can go into it if you want me to. But tell um, us a little bit about a little bit about it. Yeah, so um, I guess I will kind of um, explain it in the way of you know, just, I know that this is really about being intentional and things like that. So I just, you know, I love the online space. I knew that like, you know, 12 years ago, I knew that I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I mean, even probably longer than that, but um, I feel like as an entrepreneur, you kind of go through like the motions of kind of like what I want, what do I want to do, you know? And um, so, yeah, I've, done you know I've had a boutique I've done network marketing I've done um I don't I can't even remember but I've done so many other things like the podcast I've done blogging um I've done UGC and so I always knew like I want to stay in the online digital world um that's just you know I kind of uh get drawn to that and so um actually um in the beginning of this year I started to dabble into it a little bit um, and with the affiliate marketing, like through Amazon and through Monate still, and then with like digital products, I just wasn't sure like if that was the route I really wanted, like I really, really wasn't sure to be honest. And I actually wish I had the verse, but I don't have it in front of me. I can't remember it, but I um, prayed about it and I was like, I don't know if this like digital products 
life is for me. Like maybe it's just like a shiny object for me. Maybe I'm just like, you know, entrepreneurs, I feel like we're always like, kind of like, what's the next thing? Like, this sounds fun. Like, let me try this out. And so I really did not want to have that. And so I prayed and I was like, God, please guide me in this decision. Like, if this is not for me, like, no worries. Like, I can focus on being the best mom and what I'm already doing. And so um, a few things happened in that process, like within four days. So it was like, one, I was asking like the Holy Spirit to really like answer me. And I, when I prayed about it, I was like, be so crystal clear that I'm not confused. Like, oh, like, was that a sign or like, was that not, you know, and I don't, and I even prayed, like, I don't want anything that's going to distract me from getting closer to you. And so I was like, I was like, sure, it was going to be a no. I'm <laughs> like, it's going to be a no. This is, Teresa, you're going to be disappointed. And I remember telling my husband and, you know, my husband, he's really like practical. He's really logical. And I remember telling him like, hey, I'm thinking about doing this thing. And he's like, do it. And for Whoa. him, this like <laughs> in the past five years about things, and he, he 99.9% of the time, he's like, don't do that, Teresa, yeah. please. You know, so it was just like, um, I, I read a word that day, and it literally said, and I can't remember the verse, I can go back and look for it, but it was, it said, whatever you do, I bring me with you, and it will be fruitful. And I was like, Okay. Okay. Well, don't get ahead of yourself, Teresa. Like maybe you're understanding this, like the way you want to understand it, like how you want to perceive it. And then, you know, I asked my husband, he's like, go ahead. And, you know, like to start, like I had to invest a little bit of money and my husband, which is always like, no, don't do that business for everything. He's like, I'll give you the money. Like, you know, it was just like a lot of things aligned. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, yeah, that's kind of, you know, I guess, this year is when I really like dive deep into it. And so, yeah, it's like digital products. So like dig- digital eBooks and uh, courses. So yeah, that's kind of like a summary of it. That's um, really cool that you said, like you had to pray about it first. And I think that that's a huge part of like being intentional is like thinking ahead of like what you're going to do. Right. So like present is like living present in the moment. Intentional is like, I'm doing this for this reason and you know why you're doing something so it's not like you go into something you just do it and you're like I don't even know why I did that but like doing something because you like thought it out and you prayed on it and you really like before you made a decision you walked into it intentionally and I think that that's a perfect segue into the next question and that's just like what does that mean to you intentional living like what does that mean how does that look like in your life yeah. Okay. So I saw something. It was like, I think like a reel or a video that said like, I just resonated with it. Um, And so I, I wrote it down to read it, but it says getting clear on what you want in life and doing everything necessary to remove anything that doesn't get you closer to that goal. And so to me, like really intentional living is number one, having peace in the decisions that you're making, um, whether they're hard or easy, um, being present in the moment, 
and then praying about everything. So like, of course, I don't pray for every single breath of my day, you know, but I pray a lot, you know, like even just, I mean, I don't want to exaggerate and say like, I pray like, should I get Thai food or sushi or anything like that? But like, there's just some things that to me in the past would seem so small that I pray about, like, should I respond to this person? Should I apologize? Should I say nothing? Um, should I like, you know, I feel like I'm, I'm, uh, what is it called? Like if I had a microscope, no, 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 I'm saying this wrong. Basically what I'm trying to say is that I try to look at the big picture. Like what is, what is this going to do in the next six months or in the next five years? Like, do I want this? Like, do I want this thing? Um, maybe it's just like, a feeling I have this week, you know, so it's just really having the peace and the choices that you're making, being present, and then praying about literally everything possible. Yeah, so that's what intentional living means to me. Yeah, and like focus, right? Because like the biggest, I think the biggest chaos to living intentionally is distraction. So like, once, like you said, like, it's almost like the making piece, like, okay, I made this decision. I'm sticking with it, you know? Um, yeah. And I also think like, I, I just, I feel like I've had a little bit of everything. I mean, I'm only 33. It's not like I'm 80 and speaking from my wise 80 years, but it's like, from the things that I've learned, it's like, I'm replaceable in every area of my life, except for my home, you know, like i want my kids to learn from my actions and not from what I'm telling them to do like yes. I want them you know to learn that way and yeah it's just like I just feel like that's part of it you know that's like absolutely true because that's like the biggest influence that you have is like on your children and I think that it's really easy for all of us to be like you know thinking of all the other things that we have to do and like that's a huge job that we already have we're not paid for it unfortunately but <laughs> it's a huge job <laughs> to undertake <laughs> raising human beings you know and being being there and being present with them and um obviously we have worked together so many times in so many different like ways um and I know that your life has changed. I know my life has changed. Everybody around us, our lives have changed so much in the last few years. I guess this can go for like business, faith, everything. Like what has the last few years taught you about living intentionally? Because I know like a lot of the times like something big will happen in our lives and we're like, whoa, like it like tells you like, okay, this was your lesson in this moment, in this time of your life to to make a change, right? Even if it's like, oh, I just want to, I just need to be more present or I just need to live more intentionally. Um, what has the last few years taught you? I feel like it's taught me like the most in my adult years, I guess, or, you know, my thirties. Um, but it just, it taught me a lot about myself, if I'm being honest. Um, and that I was actually like really negative to myself. And I think that was like, I look back and I'm like, okay, my parents were never like that. They like spoke good, good to me. They, 
never um, like talk down on me or things like that. You know, I didn't have that experience. And so I'm like, why do I do this? Like, why do I do that to myself? Like everything's out of reach. Not, not everything's out of reach, but um, I had like a positive mind with like a negative reality. I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'm not even making sense, but it's like, I can, you know, take over the world and be the queen. And then in my mind, like, shut up, you're stupid. You know, like, it was just like, mm. like so much negative self-talk. And I think that also led me to like a lot of, um, what is it called? Like bad choices. Um, Not necessarily anything that's like, oh my gosh, I was going to be put in jail or anything like that. But just like, since I wasn't kind of like at peace with myself, it just led me to a lot of bad choices. And, um, you know, one, I guess like one of the biggest things I've been working on, and I will actually say like over the last year and a half, and I say last year and a half, because my son, he's a year and six months. And I feel like when I became a mom again, like second time around, um, I just like paused and I just kind of like, I don't know, my life like slowed down or something. It was weird. It was like the weirdest thing ever. But um, one like big thing I've been working on over the last year and a half is like my tone of voice, not how I speak, but how I say things and my response to people. Um, because that's just something that I unfortunately was sucked at. <laughs> mm -hmm. And even though my parents weren't like, talking down on me my dad had a really horrible attitude and I know that's where I got it from I learned it from him he never said hey go have a horrible attitude Teresa like go and be rude and like you know flip out on people but I, I learned that from his actions you know he would flip out on people get super worked up and you know and I'm constantly working on that to this day you know and so um, you know, it's so the last few years it's just taught me that, you know, I like I'm trying to say this in the best way that I can because I don't want to say it wrong. But over the last like five years, I've been able to like stay home with my kids. And there was months where I've made a lot, a lot of money, like money I never thought I can make. And in those months, it wasn't like I felt like, oh, I'm not close to God because I made all this money. It wasn't that. It was like, I made the money and it was like, oh my gosh, this is like a dream for so many people, including myself. And I felt nothing. I felt nothing. Like literally nothing. Like, like I felt like you lend me a pencil. Like, okay, thanks for the pencil. You know, like I mm -hmm. felt nothing. Like, yes, I felt like, okay, I can, you know, spend all my lashes and like buy a bunch of outfits. But like, you know, you buy the outfits and then like in an hour it's uh, your excitement it's over you know so I guess it's taught me like busy is sometimes just a distraction from your walk your walk with God and it doesn't mean like the thing that I was doing was like evil or bad it's just like I had to learn this way and I have been so humbled <laughs> over the last year and a half like never before in my freaking life like literally my name would be next to the word humble in the last year and a half <laughs> because it like it's been insane and obviously I feel that way because it's been my experience with it you know mm -hmm. but um but yeah it's just been insane um 
the other thing I've kind of learned over the last like couple of years is that um, like a lot of religions like know that Jesus matters and, you know, they acknowledge that, but they don't know that he is the only way, you know? And so I have, I'm like, you know, really looking at myself, looking at the things that I believe in, watch, like the people that I hear. And I'm like, what is this about? Like, is this something I actually truly believe, you know? So it's just, um, you know, I, I feel like I've learned a lot in a lot of areas. Um, you know, in my marriage, I've um, just grown a lot, I believe. I think my husband would agree. But yeah, that's just the last few years have humbled me. They've, you know, taught me that being busy doesn't mean success, that Money truly by itself does not fulfill you. It you can feel empty, and I hear that all the time. And I'm like, I I can never like accept that from people. When people are like, money doesn't um what is it called uh doesn't like right. Right. happiness. Yeah, yeah, exactly like that. But I get it because sometimes you're so into the thing that you're doing to make the money that you get lost in the sauce, you know and you you just forget like to be grateful uh you forget to go to church like other things come before that um you you stop praying like you pray a little bit less you know things um like the word of god doesn't become that important like there's other things to sustain your income that come before that you know just things Mm -hmm. like that and and i just think it's yeah i've damn i feel like i got punched in the face by like a professional uh (laughs) boxer (laughs) (laughs) yeah you know it's crazy because I obviously have been along the journey and I think that we have very similar as far as like parallel obviously your experience is your experience and mine is mine but parallel experiences and the fact that we're learning our own lessons at the same time and um or different times maybe like back to back you know but I do think that you know God does things in certain times of your life almost to be like hey remember look at me you know what I mean or like even you look and you're like hey man like what happened and he's like I've been here waiting for you this whole time <laughs> like yeah. as simple as that like as simple as me you know waiting for Oliver to ask me for help he's fallen he's not looking up at my hand and then he looks up and he's like oh my mom was trying to help me this whole time it's like yeah. that, you know, it's like, that's literally God in our lives, just watching us kind of like, you know, like get distracted and then waiting until we focus. And yeah. um, that definitely leads me to my next question um, and also comment because we definitely have time. I was thinking about and, and this just came up like as I was like thinking of how I was going to introduce you. I was like, well, when I there's two things, two convert or not two conversations, two situations in which you kind of brought me back to church. The first one was literally taking me to church <laughs> to your mom's church or your church. And I don't remember even where it was. Um, was it like orange? Okay, I think it, was, it was like in Spanish, right? Like, yeah. Right. Yeah. Something like, that. yeah. The guy that. wore like sneakers and like a suit and he was like very charismatic. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that was one experience where you literally took me to church. And then the other one, I don't even know if you remember this, when we drove from, uh, the Bay back home and I was driving and we're talking about, 
like religion. And I don't even know why we were talking about this, but I was saying how people judge me for what I would say or do. And it was because even though I knew Jesus was king, I was doing very new age like things. And which that's a whole nother podcast for another day. But basically like sage, crystals, like all that kind of stuff. And I asked you, like, what do you think about that or something? And you didn't judge or say, like, you're evil or that's evil. But you did say, like, what do you believe? And I think just questioning me about it made me think, like, I don't even know. <laughs> like, um, that's a good question, you know. And yeah. shortly after that, I had a conversation with my mom. And then my mom's the one that told me, I think you should go back to church. And then I went to church once and never stops going literally since then yeah. I just I've changed churches and tried different churches but I've mm-hmm. gone to church every Sunday pretty much since those conversations I would say from 2019 the end of 2019 till now anywho I'm, you have had your remember? own faith journey huh you remember I don't even re- no <laughs> yeah it was literally but like a long drive happened. yeah yeah it was like five hours. Yeah. So we probably talked about a hundred different things. You know how our conversations start from like Snickers bars to like the end of the world. So <laughs> <laughs> it was one of those conversations. So it was just like a part of the conversation, but it was enough for me to remember because I was like, well, I don't know. And, and you know, like we just got really deep into the whole thing. We we're talking about different religions and different things. And I was just like, oh yeah, like this and that, like people, especially in my family, cause I grow from a Pentecostal family, like, you know, this is wrong and this is wrong and this is wrong. And then there's certain things you were like, yeah, that's, that's pretty old school. And then certain things you were like, well, that might still be true, you know? Yeah. But you're, you are like on your own faith journey right now. And I seen that even your whole entire family is going to church all together. And that's freaking awesome. Tell me a little bit about your recent faith journey. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I guess over the last, um, I will just say a year and a half because that's when James was born. And I remember we went to church. He was like five weeks old. Um, I think he slept through the whole thing thankfully um but um but yeah I was just like I you know I knew about Jesus in 2011 and I've always like went to church for a few months and then stopped going and then went back and I've always prayed but I was never intentional about what like what I even wanted you know I'd pray for something today and the next week pray for something else like I wasn't thanking God. I wasn't praying over my kids. I wasn't praying over my home. You know, it was just kind of like really wishy-washy, I guess you would call it um, lukewarm, you know? Mm -hmm. And so um, over the last year and a half, um, I just like, I don't know, I think the pandemic changed like my perspective on a lot of things. And it really like opened my eyes to like the world we live in. And obviously like, you know, I don't expect this to be... um, a perfect place or anything like that but I'm just like I talked to my husband I'm like we need we can't miss church like we need to go back to church like I don't feel close to God and I know that God is omnipresent he's not just you know at the church on you know Fullerton Boulevard here right like I know he's ev- everywhere that the holy like the holy spirit can be anywhere and so I'm aware that 
But over the last year and a half, I'm like, I want to pray more. I want to learn more. Like, I want to be able to reference, like, the Bible in certain things. Like, I want to, like, actually learn um, what's in the Bible. Like, I don't get a lot of stuff. I need, I, what does it mean? Like, I love going to church and somebody tell me about it, but I want to be like, oh, yes, I read that. And actually, I also got this perspective from it. So my sister's had a Bible study for like maybe five years. And so I go to that. Even now I go like maybe twice a month just because um it's on a Friday night. I also go to church on Thursday nights. So it's like I go to church Thursday nights, Bible study, sometimes Fridays. I do have like an all girls Bible study that I go to like every other month on Saturdays. And then I have church. And basically it's not just to like, oh my gosh, fill my calendar with a bunch of, uh, quote-unquote like church things but it's really because I'm like on a journey to get closer to God and like actually feel like he hears me and that I have a personal relationship with him and so I you know I think even more in the last like three months I think over the last year and a half I have read the Bible more studied it um I've gotten a lot more Christ-centered friend, Christ-centered friendships. Um, but I think the biggest thing is like over the past two months, I started going to a new church. And, you know, I don't worship the pastor there or anything like that. But I do think that I've learned so much in such a short time in three months. And I'm just so grateful. And um, actually this weekend, I am getting rebaptized. Um, and I know that I technically probably don't need to, but I'm doing that because I got baptized in 2016 and that was the wildest year I've ever had in my life. Like, how does that even make sense? You know? And so I really feel like this is a like new moment for me. And like you said, like my brothers, like my five brothers and sisters go to church on Thursdays and Fridays um, with all their kids. And my mom and my brother-in-laws, my husband, and it has been a life-changing thing for our family. And we're just like, the like, we just know, we don't know it to anybody else, but to like God's grace, you know, and like the miracles he's really doing in our family and every you know twice a day I don't know how many times I mean God knows the actual number but I thank him for that so much because it's incredible but like nothing is impossible for God you know so Mm -hmm. it's just been like such a beautiful last 90 days I guess and I'm just excited. I think it's like 10 people in my family getting baptized on Sunday with me. Amazing. I mean, I'm really, I think I was the last one to get added to the people that were going to get baptized. So I'm joining them, but I'm just happy. And, you know, I'm like, I, you know, sometimes in my business, I make a sale and I pray and I'm like, God, humble me. Like, don't let this get over my head. Like, don't let this be the thing I'm just so obsessed with. And, you know, I ignore my kids over it. Like I pray the things that like the mistakes I've done in the past, I pray so I can have the the wisdom to not do that again. Cause it's so easy to do it, you know? And, Absolutely. Um, 
Yeah, you're you're being more intentional this time around. It's like you already know what it's like to be really successful and maybe like you said not even feel anything. But this time it's like the gratitude. Obviously you were grateful before, but you're like I want to be grat- grateful and present and intentional in every single thing I do and bring God with me and I think that's the the difference, right? And the biggest yeah. blessing. Yeah. And, and the biggest thing is like, you know, it's not like, cause you look back and it's like, okay, I was happy. It's not like I was like sad thrown in my bed. Right. But it's like, I was like happy on the surface, you know? And, and it's like, no, right now I can have, you know, negative $10 in my bank account, but be praying and know that the Holy spirit is present. And that makes me more full than the month I got what I used to get paid on my corporate job in an entire year in one month. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, they, I, I didn't have that. And I'm like, you know, I, I don't, I don't believe in like God punishing me or anything like that, but definitely just something I needed to learn. And I probably wouldn't have learned. If you would have sat down and told me, Hey, you, you should do this and that. And don't, you know, focus yourself away from this. And it's just something I had to go through, you know, but anyways, I'm so, so grateful every day. Whenever I feel myself thinking something like oh, I've been reading the Bible, like oh, I've been praying so much. That's so good. I like, I'm like proud of myself. I'm like, no, it's not that I don't want to be proud of myself, but I'm like, no, don't get comfortable. This is how it happens. Like, do you just give a little bit and then boom, you think you're doing the most, you know? Mm-hmm. And so no, 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 no. I just, I, I guess for everything I'm, honestly a little traumatized (laughs) and and I'm just like I don't want to mess this up like I don't want to mess up my life I mean that's pretty serious you know we only get one of those yeah and yeah so it's yeah I love that um talking about living intentionally and faith obviously I already know the answer to this but for my new Christians or people that don't really understand why somebody wouldn't celebrate Halloween. Um, Obviously it's coming up. Obviously I think this is going to actually come out on Halloween. So (laughs) this is kind of like the perfect topic because it's coming out on Tuesday. What do you think about it or why do you choose not to celebrate or partake in it? Okay. So I don't anymore. Um, Three years ago, I did. And I think the biggest thing for me was that it's not that deep. Like, it's not like I'm dressing as the devil. It's not like I'm a witch. Like, right? Like, a lot of, I feel like that. those are my thoughts. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people have those thoughts. They're like, oh, I'm not going out and killing anybody. Like, oh, my gosh, my kid's a little cat. You know, like, what's wrong with that? And so I think I, I... I guess I can like empathize because I felt like that just three years ago. Like, you know, I'm not judging you. However, um, some people are like, oh, where, where does it say like in the Bible, like Halloween is satanic, you know? And it's not like it's the devil's holiday or anything like that, but it is associated with death and paganism and which is like witchcraft. And that does not appease God. Like that is not something of God. It's just not like the reality is that. And so 
um, for anybody that wants to look this up in Acts 8, um, verse 9 through 20, um, lines 9 through 24. Um, it talks about like being involved in things that which is celebrate and people that celebrate death. So um, I think that it's kind of like a mixture in between ignorance, like you don't want to look into it more because you don't want to actually find out that it's not good. And so it's kind of like saying, I would never be a stripper, but I'll sell waters at a strip club. Mm -hmm. You're supporting the cause. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you are involved in it and it is a night where satanic people and people that celebrate death and rituals are done. And you, even though, quote unquote, like it's really, um, there's no harm. You are participating in an event that celebrates death. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just not a thing mm-hmm. of God. Right, uh, that's not of God. Yeah, and the crazy part is that you know, my birthday is obviously three days before Halloween. And that was kind of always associated with my birthday. And I've never liked that. I've never liked that. And not because like, I I didn't think anything of Halloween, like at all. I honestly never liked it because it took over my birthday. Let's be real. And people would like say, it's my birthday, but they would just wanted to go to a Halloween party or whatever. Um, but certain things that I, I just think that my soul has always felt uncomfortable with without me actually knowing why I think all the spiritual, like ghosts and spirits and exorcist movies and all these scary movies, all these things have always made me very uncomfortable since I was a kid. I never enjoyed it ever. Um, I did go to like all those fright nights though, because again, my birthday, but this is the first year that I'm like, no, I'm not going to let anybody say that Halloween is my birthday. First of all, second (laughs) of all, I don't need to do it to please anybody else. This is my soul and my house. And in in this house, we will serve the Lord. So I'm not going to just go through the motions for somebody else's holiday. That's not even a holiday. You know what I mean? Like, it's not even, what is this? Like you, I I actually, Halloween started being uncomfortable in 2020 when people were like getting crazy and like the, the fentanyl epidemic started and it was just like, okay, like, are my kids even getting candy at this point? Like questions started to raise already. Like already I was like, I don't know about that. And I think that God gives you conviction And that's like for you to have discernment if something is going to help you get closer to God or push you further into the world. And that's definitely to me something that's very worldly and something that hello, America is making lots of money on right now, right? Because you guys are buying costumes and stuff like that. So I think that that you have to have the discernment of you have to have your own personal discernment. No one can say like you shouldn't celebrate Halloween and you're not going to do it, right? It's a, yeah. you get the conviction, like, oh no, I, it no longer aligns with my journey. Yeah. You know? So it's very yeah. personal. I, I do think that too. And, and it's like three years ago, we actually, uh, was the first year that we didn't, um, dress up my son. So he dressed up, he's five, he dressed up for two years and 
we actually it was Halloween he put on his Sonic outfit and we were in the house we didn't go outside but then a couple weeks later I did go to a Halloween party so which was actually yours or wait, was that two years ago or three years ago for my birthday that was my 30th because that's when I stopped drinking okay so yeah that was so even though we went to the Halloween party we had already for wait was it was yours after um oh no 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 for the halloween at your house was the day after my birthday party but yeah it it, like nobody really did anything i remember even that day i feel like we were all kind of like not into it none of us well yeah i remember that um i was just like so my son he goes to a private school private christian school and he's like always saying like yeah you know we don't celebrate halloween like that's for the devil you know and i'm like yeah papa that's right and so he doesn't desire it um but last year yeah last year um we like watched movies had some popcorn and just sat down and turned off our lights outside so nobody would come knock and he had no idea like it was happening Mm -hmm. you know so um so yeah and it's just like i don't know it's not that serious it's not that serious no it's a serious night Mm -hmm. like don't participate in it Mm -hmm. but I'm like you're not missing out on anything like Mm -hmm. I rather save my soul than uh be like everyone else and have a little princess costume like it it doesn't it doesn't make sense Mm -hmm. and it's like people will turn the other way and be like you guys are exaggerating or you know you're you're getting like those christian people like oh the church changed you like no 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 the church didn't change me when you walk with god you you get you change you Mm -hmm. you truly like if you didn't change then you're having no impact in your life and you're probably not praying and you know there's Mm -hmm. there has to be some change yeah and and it's all personal it's not anybody telling you it's like you and god yeah and it's like i'm not you know gonna talk crap to somebody because they do but I just um I'm like strong in what I believe in and that's just what I believe in and I stand by that like whether people agree with me or not Mm -hmm. I love it thank you so much for hanging out with me I appreciate your time and I'm so glad we're able to talk about everything especially the Halloween thing I think we could talk about that for another uh six hours (laughs) (laughs) yes Thank you so much. I'll let you get back to your babies and your husband. And I'll talk to you on the phone in like five seconds. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye.